But this is the address in the advert. Can I help? Abby had appeared at Luke's shoulder. She nudged him gently. You get back to your revision, little bro. I'll handle this. Luke was about to tell her not to bother, that the man had made a mistake, when a stampede of small girls hurtled around the house and thundered towards them. Daisy! Abby yelled repressively. You're not to play around the front. I don't want anyone tearing into the road and getting run over. Daisy trotted over to join them. She wore a large orange badge with a sparkly ten on it and a sash across her chest bearing the words, Birthday Girl. Honestly, Daisy folded her arms. It was only for a minute, Abby. The man who'd come about the car was looking at Daisy intently. He'd better not be some kind of pervert. Birthday girl, is it? He said, reading the sash. You're ten, I see. His face went funny for a moment, with some expression Luke couldn't work out. Then he looked at the three of them standing there. It wasn't a threatening look, but it made Luke put his arm round his little sis and draw her closer. Tell you what, the man said. I'll give your dad a call some other time. You enjoy your party, young lady. Have your fun while you can. He nodded at Daisy, then turned and ambled off down the driveway. Weird, said Daisy expansively. Then she gave a whoop and led her pals in a prancing, cheering conga back round the rear of the house. Weird was the word, Luke thought. In fact, the entire day had felt not quite right. But it wasn't until he lay awake in bed that night that it all came together. Selling the car, the fuss over Daisy's birthday, the suspicious absence of nagging over his own exam revision. When he heard hushed conversation floating up from the kitchen and padded downstairs to find his parents and Abby sat at the table studying paperwork, Luke knew he was right. When were you planning on telling me and Daisy? He said from the doorway, deriving a grim satisfaction from their confusion. At least you let the poor kid blow out the candles on her cake before your big reveal. Happy birthday, darling. Mummy and Daddy have a surprise. They're abandoning you to do their slave days. The three of them looked back at him in silence. On the tabletop, Dad's hand reached for Mum's. Parental solidarity. Never a good sign. So what's the plan? That Abby's going to look after me and Daisy. How will she do that when she's at med school? Sit down, Luke. Dad was an easygoing man, but his voice was unusually firm. That was the first alarm. Then, as he stepped into the room, Luke noticed the documents Abby was hastily shuffling into a pile. A suspiciously large pile. The uppermost sheet bore Daisy's date of birth. Understanding slid into Luke's brain and lodged its sharp point there. It's not just you, is it? He croaked. It's all of us. 
now that Daisy's turned ten, it's legal. You're taking us with you. We're all going to do our slave days. He could hardly say the last word. It stole the breath from his chest. In an instant, the slave days had gone from being a dull exam question to the next decade of Luke's life, ripped away from everyone and everything he knew, sent to Manchester's filthy, unforgiving slave town, Millmore. You know what they say. Luke was unsure whether he was berating his parents or begging them. Do your slave days too old? You'll never get through them. Do your slave days too young? You'll never get over them. What part of that don't you understand? Nobody does days at my age, let alone Daisy's.